0: You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, Punners dribblers, the home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Brought to you courtesy of the Diamantina Podcast Network, back again for another week. Don't know what week it is this year, Eddie, if we were doing the numerical number of the weeks, 52 weeks in a year, though, we honour that. Um... It'd be twenty something. It'd be around the twenty, the twenty something mark. Don't know if it's important. Maybe it is. The voice you hear, punters, dribblers, is Edward Simpson, uh, the eternal throbber. Edward, welcome to
1: you. It's a pleasure to be here, Tom. How An are absolute you? Absolute pleasure to be here in the twentieth week, something like that, of the year. Yeah, pleasure. Oh, I'm feeling good You
0: good? Yep Feeling feeling tip top That's good for a Monday I Had a nice weekend We had a great weekend Yep I'm 30 officially You're yeah, officially weekend, 30 We certainly rung that in on a on the Saturday You specifically? Well yeah I certainly rung it in Edward Punished dribblers. Edward gave a lovely a lovely speech So did Seb Shout out to Seb as well But Edward's here obviously uh, Celebrating me Yep um, Lovely lunch Bar Reggio Shout out for the free meal Obviously they're fans of the podcast Just wanted us to be down there uh, of course So
1: thanks to Bar Reggio um, But I did end up on your couch Did I not? You did You were sloppy Tom was sloppy Punters Dribblers uh, Incoherent That sloppy Had to get him out of the Lord Roberts uh, Back to safety He refused a lift home <laughs> Wanted to stay at mine Pretty cute Sleepover stuff <laughs> So main Street Friend of the show we, we just left him Let him to do his thing fast asleep threw a dinner on him got up a couple of times and tried to barge into people's bedrooms but <laughs> had to <laughs> slowly walk him back to his spot on the couch threw no. his phone at him and let him work it out himself yeah I woke up in, I uh, do have a question yeah why didn't you get an Uber the next morning
0: dude okay so Punisher let me just quickly take you through how it played out now I've been to your house what maybe two three times Eddie this new apartment yeah so it's still not like the the layout is sort of seared into my brain. Mm. So I know it if I'm in there, but if you wake up in the dark of night, disorientated as fuck, no real recollection of how you got there or like what's happened, I've woken up, it was about five in the morning, sun's still well and truly down. And it was pouring. Well, I didn't know this. But but I'm saying that adds to the darkness. It was pissing with rain. So cloud cover was at an all-time high. I've woken up on a couch... And I'm just looking around. I'm like, "What? Where? Where am I? Where? What have you done? Where are you? How have you?" It's like banged up abroad.
1: You know that show? Where it's like this. Have I got my kidneys.
0: Yeah. So I've woken up and I'm like, "Okay, what the fuck?" Found my phone. Plenty of missed calls from the Misso. Shout yep. out to
1: Steph. Ella actually came out of her room and goes, "Shut that fucking phone up." <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, what is it? It was steps, so we call that apologies, Bella. That's, that's how many phone calls. Yeah, yeah. She was concerned. Well, she
0: didn't know where I was. Sure. She obviously saw the state I was in when she left the lunch. Mm. Could only assume that it was getting progressively worse. So I've woken up at five. No idea where I am. Taken a moment to sort of collect myself. I've then realised, oh, okay, I'm at Eddie's place, not too far from my house. I'll walk home. Yeah, Fine. easy. So I get up, whack my shoes on. Double check. I've got everything I need. Head downstairs. Now, as I get down to your foyer, I realize that you must
1: have some of the thickest soundproof glass in the Southern Hemisphere. We've got soundproof glass because gets busy along that on Long Wellington Street. There's
0: a school outside your- uh, Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I get down there and it is uh, monsoonal. <laughs> it's monsoonal rain. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I didn't- I didn't know this when I left the apartment. Had I known this, might have booked an Uber, might have even just... Yeah, but also... Might have just rolled back over and just gone to sleep for a couple of hours. Yeah,
1: yeah, I get that. But what I don't understand is why you didn't book an Uber when you were in the foyer. I don't know. I honestly couldn't
0: tell you. I was obviously still a little bit uh, under the weather, intoxicated. Sure. But
1: not enough to sort of... Warrant making a mistake.
0: So like I sort of sat there for a bit sent the boys a video because obviously content is king uh and then as i've decided i've gone well i'll just wait for the rain to show surely it's not you can't stay this intense for that long and surely enough there was a lull in proceedings. so i just thought let's make a dash for it and within maybe what 25 to 30 meters of getting out from under the the safety of your foyer cover back on And just pissing down all over me. Had some new birthday shoes on. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't happy about those getting wet. (laughs) (laughs) Have they survived? They have survived, but I I was conscious of it as I was walking going, bad decision here, Tom. Shocker. Shocker. New birthday shoes, getting soaked. Shocker. Anyway, I was completely soaked, got home, and so as i've got into the house the sun's up by this stage steph's heard me come in and sh- and i've just gone and like taken my clothes off and gone in. she's like no mate go have a shower like you stink you stink <laughs> and i'm like okay sorry sorry about that i don't know what happened i'm 30 i'm 30 i'm making bad decisions i'm obviously regretting my age and so i went had a shower got into bed spent the whole sunday watching chernobyl Which you should do, Punishables. if you haven't watched it yet. Hell of a show. Hell of a show.
1: Fucking fantastic. Unbelievable. Now
0: I'm back. Good man. So appreciate your hospitality. Please apologise to Ella for me. I'm sure she's listening anyway. Thank you, Ella. Apologies. And also apologise to her for... We can't confirm this, but you think I may have backed one out in her bathroom. And I (laughs) apologise if I did that. That is wildly (laughs) inappropriate. And I am fucking embarrassed. Had I known that yesterday, I might have died of anxiety. So I'm glad I'm only finding out on a Monday.
1: Ella goes. Why did you let him into our bathroom? And look,
0: that's a good question. That's, I didn't you think. You know I, that didn't that. I didn't
1: know if you were capable of such things. I, I know you were. You were bloody incoherent. But to back one out at <laughs> three in the morning,
0: <laughs> you know you're unhealthy if, you, if your body's working in those sort of ways at three in the morning. That just should not be happening. And let's hope it didn't. Let's hope it didn't. But we don't know. So I apologise to everyone, especially Ella, who deserves better. She's a dear friend.
1: <laughs> we also need to make another apology, but this all- is one on behalf of both of us.
0: This is, a, this is a Halo Sport apology that we need to get out there.
1: Um, and it's to one Ashley Barty. Yes. Who, as it were, is now a Grand Slam winner and a hero of the nation. Yes. Uh, oh. Last week, Tom and I got ahead of ourselves, talked Origin for an hour and a half, <laughs> and a sprinkling of some other things, and then went home. But... It turns out that we brushed over Ashley Barney, which is more embarrassing, in my opinion, than you backing (laughs) one out in the bathroom in Ella's suite at three in the morning. (laughs) While she was asleep in bed.
0: While she was just trying to get a good night's sleep, thinking she's safe at home, and then this drunken (laughs) buffoon just rolls in and starts (laughs) shitting in her toilet which is unconfirmed. We hope that is not the case, but all signs report to that being factual. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. Now, we've moved on from that. Ashley Barty, you deserve your own apology, not one that's tied to some other, you know, outrageous behavior, transgressions. <laughs> we are very sorry, heartfelt from the Hello Sport community, from Eddie and myself, and all the punters and the dribblers, really, because they feel it as much as we do. You deserved, you deserved a full podcast dedicated to you. You're a Grand Slam champ, first first uh, Aussie to win it since Margaret Court, who was a champion in her own right. If well, a
1: little racist.
0: Well, no, and and also a bit a uh, touch of the falouts about her in terms of her, uh, you know, her. Um... But a champion on the court. Champion on the court. A little bit Folau-y off it. Yeah. But champion on the court. champion on the court. But Ash, you're our first Grand Slam winner since Sammy Stoza. Since the great Sam Stoza. in 2012. The great ish? Sam Stoza. 2014,
1: maybe. The great Sam Stoza. The first round final. I don't think. I don't think that's uh, uh, too over the top, Tom.
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think that's dripping in hyperbole at all. No. Great Sam Stoza. Or well, greatest arms in Australian sport. Sam. Sure. Does our Sam? Yeah. But Ash Barty, uh, store she she quit tennis Eddie for for a brief moment to go and play top flight female cricket in the, the women's big bash.
1: Yeah, so she's got it all, immense hand hand eye coordination and immense hand eye just talent and just a, a just a little Aussie throbber. Yeah, don't you reckon? Yeah, little Aussie throbber. Yeah, absolutely. Which I'm about and I'm into Aussie Ash. Ash is a champion. Ash is a legend. Look. Not going to crap on and on about it. Well, it's Uh, done. You
0: you dominated. You're a champ. And you'll probably get to world number one soon. Uh,
1: This segment is more about about us apologizing than singing your praises, which we are.
0: Look, it's it's a bit late for us to get into the minutiae of your backhand and your forehand and the whole, you know, the way it all played out, Ash. But just know that we're deeply... uh, Embarrassed. Yeah, we're embarrassed, apologetic, and
1: it won't happen again. Because we know you'll win another major, babe. Oh, babe, she's got she got majors about it. I reckon she'll win the Aussie. I wouldn't be surprised. Aussie Ash at Aussie-ash. home, yep. giving us the glory we deserve and have been begging for. Maybe not deserve, but begging for. I think we deserve, but have been so greatly
0: lacking in all our other tennis players.
1: Not since Leighton Hewitt, 2005, won the first set against Murat Safin in the final. Have we been this excited about our prospects, Tom? Yes. Because obviously the great Sam Stozer hates... Going past the first going round. Going past the first round in her home slam. Well, slams in general, but certainly a home slam. Certainly a home slam.
0: She's she's uh, allergic to the, second, the round. second
1: round. I don't think she's been out of the first round of the Australian Open. Dior?
0: Do that, but I certainly obviously think, she has,
1: but like not really. You know,
0: really. but not really. First round phenom is 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 Aussie Sam, greatest arms in the business.
1: So from that perspective, very exciting times for the nation yes. and the chances of us winning the home slam. Bat. I think
0: I'd also like I'd like for Rod Laver to see someone win the Aussie Open before he goes and sits alongside the Don up. Uh, you know, oh he'll be he'll be he'll be on his right hand side. Yeah, you know they're sitting up, they're doing crosswords of a Saturday. Yeah,
1: morning. they'll they'll play chess. They'll play chess. Okay.
0: You know, but also, like, I I can imagine them flicking through the back end of the paper.
1: Crosswords, Crosswords, Sudoku. Sudoku. 100%. 100%. 100%. Two legends, two throbbers. Yeah. Give Rod what he needs and deserves. Yeah. Before he goes and joins the Don. Yeah. Now, big dribble opener. (laughs) Fucking huge. Uh, Brings us to what we're going to be talking about. about. So, if you're still with us after (laughs) 14 minutes, we applaud you. Yeah. So, origin football. That's, That's off the top. That's what most of us care about And if you don't Then it's sort of weird You listen to this podcast Yeah Because That's what we talk about This is what we talk about Uh, Then we'll talk a little cricket But I mean, look Yeah, the World Cup's on And yeah, it's cool But I mean, I'm not getting that excited until the semis.
0: Yeah, it's hard to get too excited for the. Well, look, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Let's not get me into it now. You know what I mean? No, no, no. A couple other things. Look, there's an AFL story about uh, with some pinching now, now Punishables. Know this if you don't hear it in podcasts, we bend it. But we might talk about it. And this is just saving me editing this part out of the the
1: intro, you know? yeah. I'm just no, okay. preparing
0: you for we maybe bin it. If we talk about it and don't like it, it won't be in.
1: Yeah. Or if we just can't be bothered, it won't be in either.
0: Or if we just do a pull a dash pull party and completely forget about it, it also won't be in because it hasn't happened. So, you know. Options. Now, all right. So, Origin, Queensland have only made two changes. They were enforced. Joe Offahangawi. Is in, Eddie, and for, sorry, Joe Offengawi is out, Tim Glasby in, mm. Jai Arrow out, Jared Wallace in. Sure. They stay the same. Cool. Cool. Throw them away. Throw them away, play on. New South Wales have made some changes. Payne Haas, the biggest, thickest boy to ever ride the Pine, he's out, injured. David Clem up, broken hand, out, injured. Then you. Kotrick. out, injured. And uh, then you got Cody Walker dropped, Crichton
1: dropped, uh, Latrell dropped, dropped, Morris dropped, Morris dropped.
0: Uh, They're all dropped. Everyone's dropped.
1: So lot to talk about. To talk I wanted about. to open with this, Tom. I wanted to open with, it, with this. Got out to Brookie Sunday, okay. Got out to the Teacher, sp- got out to the spiritual. You were home. out of Brookie. Got out to Brookie. didn't you?
0: Didn't even think of going. Hey Tom, I know you had a big. Talking night. about it now.
1: Talking about it now. And no, I didn't. No, you didn't, because you weren't in the right state. No, you're we've, right, already, we've already talked about what yeah, you'd done, yeah. and I knew you wouldn't come. That's correct. And I didn't come home either, so you would have been by yourself on the way back home. You would have hated it. You so can. anyway, spiritual home, and I can ha- I have the the pleasure of confirming to the punter and the dribbler that Tom Tavoyevich... Right? Now let's let's get his last name right. Tom Tavoyevich Yep, is a rugby league thoroughbred. Yes, him in full flight. In Full gallop, punters, dribblers, is a sight to behold. Much like, you know, the seven wonders of the world, but in sporting terms.
0: In sporting terms. So, I mean, Usain Bolt at full flight, Roger Federer uh, with a single one arm backhand down the line
1: line as he sort of prances to the ball. Shane
0: Warren, gadding ball stuff.
1: Yep. I Um, Ian Thorpe, Thorpe when he was the Thorpe. No, Thorpe coming over the top of Gary Hall Jr., four by 100 meters in the last, you know, eight strokes. Kath. Kath doing a thing for the nation. I mean, the Don 99.98, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, Tom Dravojevic now moving into that class, that echelon of of Uh, throbbers, uh, in my opinion. Seven wonders of the sporting world sort of vibe. This motherfucker, okay. Now, yes, there's been seven changes, or... Is that is it seven? six or six? I think it's six. Do all the number changes, changes of numbers. Yeah, whatever. But he could—he is every chance of being the fucking difference. He is yeah. so special. Yeah, yeah, he is so so special. Well, let's just talk about this. the team. Are you?
0: How do you feel about the, the changes?
1: I feel pretty good about them.
0: I don't. I'm not that
1: upset. My only—my only thing that I would be like, ooh, about is Latrell coming out, but. I mean, we'll touch on him because there, there could be other things there. Right?
0: Well, we broke the story last week at Punters Dribblers that we'd heard some whispers that Trell was getting high on his own supply. Mm. And not in a drug reference, just that he was a big fan of himself and that, you know, some things maybe need to change around Trell. Lo and behold, a week later, Freddie drops him. Now, do we have the coaches here or not? Who knows? But the fact that he's dropped, they've gone white in the centres. Okay, like he just, he just seems like he's origin tough. I'm down with someone who's origin tough getting there and yeah, it. Yeah, he's
1: tough. He's tough. Origin tough. He seems like a He can play the he can play the nut. He's a, he's he's a, he's a big a, strong boy he's he's utility value. So he
0: can play around, he can play around all over yeah. the park and he just seems like Eddie to use uh you know a, a rarely used rugby leagueism. He's an out and out footballer, I feel, is Jack? <laughs> so rarely it, used. Rarely used. No, he's out and out. He's, he's an out, he's out and out, out footballer. He's absolutely right?
1: out and out. I like
0: Jack. I'm a big fan of him. If you got to drop trail because and apparently Freddie and that, they went and watched the videotape and it was just like, Trell didn't have a go. And you can't you can not not have a go if you're wearing blue, right? Like, if you're no. having a go and you're just getting, you know, you're getting outclassed, you're, just off. you're, you're just off, off.
1: Fine, but... People have off games, punters, dribblers.
0: The defence on that left side in game one was so consistently fucked that obviously we haven't gone back and watched the video because I don't want to put myself through it, but you can... I'm not surprised, just from my memory of that game... If the takeaway has been that Latrell didn't have a dig because it was ridiculous how
1: easy it was for them to make space. Every time they went down the left edge, you were exposed. Every he rushed up out of the line
0: all the time. It was weird. No, didn't like it. Strange, disgusting. Now, so so to that end, I don't mind him being dropped in the sense of like we've got to win. He's in a bit of a weird headspace.
1: Clearly. But, I mean, he, look, on his day, absolutely should be there. Obviously, there's sure. some things off the field going on. High on his own supply. Touched on it last week. Take him out. Whiten in. Happy with that. Morris, I Thanks. mean, you did a job. Thanks. You scored the first try, but you ruined our multi. And yeah. for that, you are removed. You are out. You're out for, for fucking our multi. But
0: appreciate the work no, you've, you've done made, you're a, You've
1: done a great service to your state, to your people. Yeah. You've been a stalwart for many years. We thank you for your service, but you know Tom Travojevic. you know no thoroughbred. Off bro. to the glue factory. Off to the glue factory with you or to pony school. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't no thoroughbred no more, bruh. On your bike. Now. Pony school. Blake Ferguson back in. I'm not mad at it. Yeah.
0: Big bot. He's like, a big body. He's a big body, and he uh, when you're coming out of your own end, you just need some you need those big thick wingers. As Tommy Turbo did all series last year. Just I'm in the
1: ball back. I, where, what happened to this no dickhead policy thing?
0: Well, I think Fergo has removed the dick from his head. Okay, that's what so I. He's think. actively,
1: he's think, actively done that.
0: I think he's actively gone and sought the necessary uh, sort of means to remove surgery.
1: Surgery. He's he's had a surgical procedure.
0: Well, I think that I think part of it, you know, like when you get lap band surgery, if you're a morbidly obese person, where it's like, all right, we're gonna like cut off half your gut, gonna stop you from eating, right? Yep. You've got to get down to a safe weight. So you've got, to already, you've got to lose a bit of weight before you can then get the lap band surgery. Now, stick with me. Um, yeah. I think Fergo had to change a couple of things in his life before it was safe for them to remove the dick from his head because there was a chance it could grow back mm. had he not put the appropriate changes in place. Sure. That makes sense. Do
1: you know what I mean? No, that makes complete
0: sense. So I think he got surgery, but also I think there was some changes... Well, there had to have been some changes around to sort of to have the dick safely removed and then also to regain the
1: trust of the uh, the New South Wales hierarchy. Makes sense. So, okay, put him back in. He's playing well. Did we get the halves right last week? Did we call the halves last week as I well? Think we did. Did we call the halves last week as well? I think we said we'll ke- they'll keep them the same or Cody will come out from Maloney. Yeah.
0: Now I feel bad for Cody. I do because I would have liked to have seen Cody stay, but I have to. There was no other halfback you could have gone with, really. No. Right? Because You can't play injured. two you
1: can't play two sevens either. Melania Pierce, but he Dude, was injured. They
0: were gonna pick Pierce. They picked Pierce at 5'8", and then he got injured. So this is what Confused. No, but is stories. that true? Yes. Yes. Pierce put up a, fo- a photo on his Instagram being like spewing I can't play with the brothers, da 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 da. What what blows my mind, Eddie, is the loyalty to, like, I don't know what Nath's doing to deserve the blind loyalty that he's getting. Now, again, you and I, but what yeah, great but what, friends with Nath, love Nath, one of the great chins in world sport does Nath have, but I don't understand what the perseverance is.
1: What I don't understand as well is, is when they were talking about picking Mitch and Nath... Everyone that knows anything about rugby league is like wiping in two sevens, two on ballers. Yeah, like well, how's that working?
0: Because and again, this is a little bit X's and O's. No, but yeah, of-
1: but, it, it, but it's it's necessary chat. Yes, and if everyone seemingly is coming out saying it, it makes no sense, how does it make sense to a handful of guys but no one else?
0: It's just a it's it. Look, I don't know. And Freddie didn't really explain. Doesn't explain. Well, you know what
1: Freddie said now. I wanted to talk about this because I found it fucking pretty weird. Pretty weird, I thought. Yeah. Freddie comes out when he's talking about the 5 8 and goes, I called the NASTA to see if he could play and he wasn't available. So Maloney was basically the, uh, the last 5 8 uh, standing. Yeah. yeah. So, A, you're taking a dump on Maloney being like, mate, you're the last one left. I called the NASTA before you. And. What about Cody Walker, the well, guy who was the fucking in-form 5-8 in the comp, yeah. who, who couldn't do anything wrong and had to be picked, and has a shit first 50 minutes and a good last 15, like a solid last mm. 15, and now he doesn't even
0: get mentioned? Cody's stats in 15 good minutes of, of origin football are, would, better, are than, better than Nathan's over four, four
1: games. games. And poor old Cody, like... Are you fucking fair
0: income, Freddie? Yeah, that's a little bit disappointing. It's a little that's bit me. Di- I was disappointed
1: from that. Yeah, I know you're trying to make a
0: joke, but it's a shit one. Well, you just didn't think about what Cody was going through. Did you hear how Nate- No, but
1: also Yeah, you're not talking about what cody Cody's going through. But a before Maloney? <laughs> Who's the only one standing? Where's Cody gone? Is yeah, he not what, still he's not standing anymore?
0: Well, I think Cody was I think Cody has a right to be uh, you know, maybe just sending Freddie a stern text and just going, Oi, bruh. Let's let's call cool it on the public criticism if you if you don't mind. You've already broken my little heart here. What is even worse, though, Eddie, did you hear how Trell and Crichton found out they were dropped? Yes. Crichton was on air with Triple M and uh Brent Reed. Shout out to Brent Reed, one of the great journos in the game, punters, dribblers. And Reedy told him. And no, I know I know that. And do you know how Latrell found out? Cordner found because found him. out
1: no, but Cordner found out
0: on air. Yeah and then told him I heard now, Cordner finding out on Annie's and, and Reedy was like and Brent Reed said afterwards he was like Cordner was shocked by that he uh, looked like he was about to cry at one point
1: What I think's interesting is why they couldn't wait till the game was over and then just give him a call in the sheds or something
0: So the problem is that it's there was there's some i don't know if it's a deal with channel nine or what but it was like it's getting announced on the channel nine news so it was and they're leaked bro like the rugby league world is just yeah but leaky kind of, as a sieve yeah, but, yeah, right yeah, so no, everyone no. already knew at like halftime of the of the final game on sunday everyone really knew about it it was already being reported everywhere and then the reporters who finish the game and go on to talk to the players already know and then it gets announced on channel nine as confirmation and so then they can just go on there like that
1: I don't know why Freddie wouldn't just fucking call someone, but I guess you got to wait. No, but you got to wait for the game to be finished. You don't want to call a churl and cry before a match and go, you dropped. No, that's true. You don't. I don't
0: think. No, but then you just wait till wait till after the game, like a long time after the game.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but then you've just said they can't do that. No,
0: well, I think now they are. I think after this absolute uh, clusterfuck of a situation, they are now. Or Freddie's now said like he's he's not doing it like that anymore because that's a really scat way to do it to somebody.
1: Yes. Definitely. Seriously, Scott. Yeah. Seriously, Scott. Uh, let's keep moving.
0: Let's keep moving on. Uh, we were just on Tommy Turbo for a hot second. Um because he did return to full flight for Manly, 333 metres. Uh, 14 tackle busts, I think. Two try assists, a
1: try of his own. I was talking to Matho today, friend of the show. He was saying that Tommy's been working very closely with the great Brett Stewart. Oh, the Prince has returned. The Prince of Brookvale, Tom. Yeah. Punner's dribblers. Now, the Prince... I've been uh, reminded of today he used to love getting a lot of work done around the ruck so he'd sort of stand almost in first receiver sometimes which is what Tommy was doing on the weekend to devastating effect yes devastating effect devastating so the Prince has got his paws on, on Tom oh, all over him all over Tom and Tom has gone to another level yes so fucking look out, Queensland!
0: Oh, absolutely. This is this is what you want. You want a big, throbbing Tommy Turbo. Who, Eddie? What I've really enjoyed seeing this year from Tom is the thickness of his physique. Oh, he's thickened up because he's really put up maybe you know five to ten, probably oh, not ten. ish, seven, maybe a seven, yeah. maybe a tight seven, just uh, across the board from t- from toes to top of the head. Yeah, uh, all it, it beautifully, gorgeously proportioned. is oh, Tom, yeah,
1: he's he's well put together. But
0: he's but he's looking more and more like a man. And Mm. that's dangerous for opposition players because it used to be he was a skinny, fast kid. Now he's a fast man. Now he's a man. Now he's a man. and
1: Now he's a thoroughbred. He's he's a
0: stallion. He's a damaging, damaging stallion. You know, Seven Wonders of the World sort of stuff. And... Look in the centres. You just need to be getting him some early ball. Give him some him balls, early some nut, space. But he'll go
1: looking for it. Of course, course he he'll will. Of course he will. He'll go looking for nuts. He's a nut hunter. Yeah, he's a nut hunter. One of the great nut hunters.
0: That's what you need. In origin from your big boys. Yeah. From your big thoroughbreds. Your big thick, fast thoroughbreds. Yeah. Um, like Wade Graham back in the side. So one game I. back from an ACL injury. Had a bl- or maybe two two, two, two games two. back. Had a blinder for Cronulla uh, in his first game back when they dominated the Eels. And I like the I think that the thing was like, you know, get a bit of experience out there. He's got a kicking game. He's a 5'8 in a back row's body, Edward. That's right. Uh and I'm real excited to see Wade back in blue. Unfortunate for uh, Angus Crichton, friend of the show, but still young. I think Angus? I think I
1: think our bench is better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you were to have
1: Tarek's big and thick.
0: Tarek's big and thick. And I'd only put Haas back in there for him, but I like Tarek. He's an older rugby league head. Mm. And I think that's what you need.
1: Yeah. So I think we win, and then who up front? Sifidi and Sifidi's
0: a bit like we'll see how we go
1: there yeah. with you, Sifidi. I don't look to be fair. I, I expect watched... to see Jake Javorovic play some minutes up front, That's and a best, uh... I expect him to be as good as he always is. Well,
0: yeah, you mean devastating, Mr. Consistent,
1: devastatingly yeah. consistent. Yeah,
0: yeah, best tackle tech in the game. Uh, Daniel I haven't watched a lot of Knights games, so I don't really know. I know I know him, but like I haven't seen him. I haven't he hasn't caught my eye this season. No. So hopefully Daniel can stand up to the rigors of uh origin football. Congratulations to him. Love a debutante, as long as they perform. Um,
1: and if they don't perform, then I'm fucking furious. Yeah, and obviously Make no mistake, punters, dribblers. This is this is make or break stuff. Oh, well. For the, the, the lot of them. For the,
0: yeah, absolutely. For well, the lot of them. And we're talking to, to Bradley as well. Now, obviously, Bradley's, Bradley's got runs on the board because he's coached a winning series. So this series will not ruin him. He won't be sacked on this, at least not from not when they come and speak to us. We will not, you know.
1: Oh, he won't be ruined off the back of this, but, but I'll give you a hot tip. He'll be getting a flogging.
0: they will be getting a pasting. Uh, but, Eddie, I think it is important for us to get the checkies out for this origin game what's our multi what are we thinking got to be the same format as last time now do we want to go anytime try scorer to keep the dream alive a bit longer because first try scorer whilst it boosts your odds it's over very quickly
1: tom dravojevich anytime try scorer
0: tommy turbo anytime try scorer new south wales one to 12
1: yep or do we pump them
0: Thirteen plus, Yep. New South Wales, 13, thirteen plus, plus. yeah. And total match points under. Ooh,
1: Ooh. no. Fast Perth track. Do we want to nah, go over? Over. Oh, but it might be wet. What's check the they're weather? They're talking. They're talking rain. Are they? I heard Maloney say. Looked at it, it. Didn't look promising.
0: Do we want to have some caveats in there? If it's wet, unders. If it's dry, overs.
1: Yeah, but they'll move it if it's dry, if it's wet anyway. You mean so like the line it. will come in? Uh, of course. So what we're saying is, yeah, Sunday rain, rain Sunday. Unders then, unders. But get on now. What is the line? Let's see what the line is. So, New South Wales have blown out. Queensland have come in. It's now a dollar ninety a piece. Say that again, please. New South Wales have gone out. Queensland in. It's a dollar ninety a piece. Can't oh. split them. This is wild stuff, punters, dribblers. Now, total match points is 32 and a half. I reckon overs. So they scored 32 last time. Mm. But it's wet.
0: Ah, yes. Under again. I think we go under then. If it's wet... If it's wet, it's unders. Yeah. They're talking right. Yeah. So... Tommy Turbo, anytime try scorer, New South Wales thirteen plus. But if it's thirteen plus, okay, we're just we're we're back in our defence here, New South Wales. So what Wales, if it's okay. what if it's
1: like what if it's like uh, what if it's like twenty to six? Yeah, okay,
0: yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, punters, dribblers, we've landed on it. So it's New South Wales thirteen plus, obviously. Tommy Turbo, anytime try scorer, obviously, right? Obviously, and then New South, and then total match points. Under, because it's wet. Because it's going to be wet. So, really, like, I mean, obviously, obviously, thinking back on our first one, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh but this doesn't seem like it can miss. This seems like a real good one, I think. So, get your checkies out, Punish Dribblers, because this one, if you're into making money,
1: this is where it happens. And if you're asking yourself, yeah, but you dribblers have got New South Wales 13-plus, and then you've gone under the total match points, yes, we understand that. Yeah, but... We think we're going to restrict Queensland. Why? Desire. That's it. We and want we, it more. You know, like we're we're def- we're going to defend the house. We down. have to. We
0: have to defend uh, the house. It was down. a
1: leaky boat last time. Yeah. It ha- We have to be better. I feel like we're going to defend the house down. We have to be better, but we also have to put points on them. And with Tommy Turbo though, who's going to score a double? I mean, look out. Yeah. So also, Tommy Turbo, man of the match. If you want to really if you want to pump really it up, really spice it up, Tommy
0: Turbo, man of the match. Uh, and Nathan Cleary to not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast this week, Eddie, we're back. It's brought to you by uh, the one and only Throbbers up at Bareback Biltong. Yeah. Now, Punish you obviously may not know this, but on the back of our endorsement, ringing as it has been, Bareback was sold out nationally. Mm-hmm. They ran out of stock.
1: People absolutely climbing over each other for Bareback Biltong and, and on it- the back of our endorsement.
0: Now... The boys at Bareback Biltong, uh, gentlemen, scholars, they've sent through a couple for us, some more you know, juicy, yep. delicious business. Yep. Certainly the first thing I turn to in a time of sickness, as I am right now, I think you, you, the, the usual tropes of like, have some vitamin C, have some orange juice.
1: Have some chicken soup. Have some chicken soup. Wrong, I'm wrong, like, wrong, wrong, wrong.
0: Wrong, stupid, silly. It's Bareback Biltong. Always
1: has been. Always has been. People have been doing it wrong. For as long as I can remember, relying on granny and her old recipes to drag them out of sickness and turn them into health. It's outdated. outdated. It's old hat. This is new (laughs) stuff. This is new technology. This is at the forefront of sickness, medication and remediation.
0: Bareback Biltong made from grass-fed Aussie beef. Their original smoked chili flavors sure to get the taste buds dribbling. And that's good for... Clearing a, uh, a head cold, Eddie. Nice spices, dribbling. You want to be dribbling.
1: Like Vicks is to the nose, Biltong yeah. is to the senses in the mouth. Correct.
0: And also to the nose, potentially, if it's really spicy. Bearback's very first creation is the original collection. Now, that one provides the right amount of taste to keep you wanting more. The perfect salt blend coupled with Bareback's secret ingredients allows it to be a huge favorite, doesn't it, Eddie?
1: You're absolutely right. Now, you might be asking yourself, among, uh, when you're sitting at home, the doctors amongst you, well, how is it that it can clear colds and right wrongs and turn sick people into healthy people? Well, I tell you, it's because it's cold smoke for six hours. Yep. That's why. That's why. That's why. Okay? And they do that using the bareback method. Okay? It's a unique one, isn't it? It's very unique. Mm. Oh, probably the most unique method there is, the bareback method. most unique I've heard. Their smoked and chili is the perfect blend of their spiced and smoked collection, okay? Which is like a double dose. It's
0: like Panadine Fort. Yes,
1: exactly. It's like bareback fort. Biltong Fort. Biltong Fort. Which means that you'll be sicker for less time. Yeah. Because you'll then be healthy. Yeah, exactly. Because it's so strong and delicious. Mm. Mm. The simple oaky flavor heightened by the addition of their secret spices provides a truly rare and delicious flavour that you can taste when you're sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how t- things taste different when you're sick? Not this. No, it still tastes good, even with a blocked nose. It's a bit all across Australia, Pounders Dribblers. So even if you're sick in Perth, you can still get it.
0: Now, you buy it at au, and I must stress this before we go. If pain persists, please consult a medical professional. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, if you needed any uh, example of AFL being not the beta sport of the nation, because obviously that's reserved for the A-League, but certainly the beta sport in comparison to the game of rugby league. The captain of the Hawthorne Hawks, I believe his name is Ben Stratton, Dior that, but I believe that to be the case, has been sent to the AFL tribunal... For pinching an opposition player. And you know, in AFL, like when they're sort of, you say it's like you and me uh, defending on what each other. And you see a lot in the AFL, they're sort of like always shouldering each other. Not yeah. even, like just when they're standing there, like posturing for position and hitting and pushing and, you know, just
1: like. There's a lot of argy bargy. A lot of argy bargy. But
0: it's all like, it's not that, it's not too over the top or anything. It's just sort of, look, it's argy bargy. That's the best way to put it. Mr. Stratton, captain of the Hawks, mind you, who are like one of the top goddamn clubs. They're a club. Well, but they're like they've won. They're know, a top club. They're of their last sort of. They're ten a successful years. They're club. Probably like one of the, the best club of the last ten years. Yeah. But Ben, that you should see that his opposition numbers arms, like the back of his arm his triceps. At the end of the game, is looks like someone with a paintball gun just blasted him in the back of the arm multiple times, like bruises all up and down his arms. From this this niggly little asshole pinching him. But could you imagine So who was pinching who? The captain of Hawthorne was pinching the opposition player. Could you imagine Cameron Smith pinching an opposition player?
1: Pinching so lowbrow, it's, bro. It's like spitting. It's, it's like spitting, like right? It's like physic the physical sort of like. I get what he's doing. He's trying to be a niggly little prick. But yeah, but like that's scat, man. Yeah, that's really like that's It's
0: scat. It's scat. It's tacky. It's not something you want from your leader.
1: Not from your leader. And I'll give you the hot tip for all those like... You know, you know the type up here in in New South Wales that support AFL over rugby league because well, rugby league's too low, lowbrow. Yeah,
0: right. They get around in yeah, scarfs, and it's
1: too uncouth. Yeah, you know, and AFL is for the you know the the people with a fine palate. And well, all
0: in that fairness, shit. you are dressed like an AFL fan right now. Like if you were, to I have bet have it like an Essendon Bombers
1: scarf on. Mm. But this is what they wear to games. Yeah, this is what I wear to work. That's true. That's your work attire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. For them to roll out this pinching scandal, it just basically throws shade all over their beliefs. Yeah. And I'm talking about highbrow New South Wales
0: Highbrow New South Wales, AFL fans. And also the AFL now have, uh, this is just why, this just popped into my head. But their crowd, like they got a lot of crowd violence. It's funny because again, AFL, they they paint themselves as this highbrow, you know, uh, upper echelon fart sniffer sort of code. Mm,
1: but it's fart sniffing stuff. It's
0: fart sniffing uh, in sport form. But they have like full-blown crowd brawls every other game now. Mm. There are that many crowd brawls and these like really like they're hopped up on craft beer and bloody and, you know, a chitutery broad and just beating the fuck out of each other in the crowd. It's, it's weird stuff. But now the AFL have brought in behavioral
1: awareness uh, marshals. Mate, someone got someone got removed from a game the other day for cheering too loud. No, for, for really? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say because someone got so, called one of the players bald. No,
0: no, bald. no, 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 no. One of the fans called the referee a bald-headed flog, and then he got removed for abusing the referee. Oh, for God's sake! I know. But more important... Get your house in order. Get your house in order, AFL, but also like... Go out
1: to, mate, Brookie on Sunday. Yeah. You should hear what they yell there, mate. Of course. Yeah, way worse. But you were allowed to because that's what you That's what purchasing. you pay your ticket
0: for. If you want to call the referee... I, I, t- I tell you what's... I think the man should have been kicked out for using the term flog because that is the most AFL sort of slur. He should get a life ban for that. Yeah. That's probably the most damning thing about it. But So he got kicked out for... Abusing the ref, calling him a bald-headed flog, and the ref said he felt really intimidated. Beater, uh, and then, <laughs> and, then Beater. This, and then another another guy got ejected for cheering too loud. And now there's like these like that doesn't make sense. No, but now there's all these AFL fans that are boycotting, going, we're not going back to the games until bloody Gill and McLaughlin apologizes to us. It's an absolute shit show. Like, can you get some real problems AFL? Get some
1: real goddamn Get problems. Get some real
0: problems, like well, a sex scandal. Well, you know what that is. You know or what or that fucking... is.
1: It's the blokes up in the bloody tippy top of the organisation going, Winning. "We're going to be out of jobs soon unless we invent something." They're trying to do because the there's nothing scandal. for us to do. No, but they're trying to, and they know that their viewership numbers are falling off a cliff. So they want less people at the games and more people at home on the couch.
0: But we've always said this, Eddie, that rugby league's greatest asset is its ability to market the sport in non-traditional, in non-traditional, uh, organic reach. Yes, exactly right. Non-traditional means, and that is through you know obviously player-generated videotapes, Scandal. scandals, uh, tomfoolery, things of that nature. Coaches going here, there, and everywhere. Coach whisperers, fucking all the weirdness. The rugby league, the rugby league, soap so opera. Right? Uh, but AFL real. It's it's plain as day for me Eddie if I'm reading the signs that well, they are what?
1: failing. You know Rugby League is in soap opera terms is home and away. Yes. And the AFL is neighbors. Is neighbors. And one's on one's, one's still, on, going, one's still and going, going and one's
0: and one's not. and one's on you know Channel 10's digital station. So, you know what AFL is trying to be home and away. Home and Away isn't trying to be, be neighbours. Home and Away is just being Home and Away, and and is a ratings juggernaut. Right? It's a
1: ratings juggernaut, and also very popular in the UK. Yeah, that's it. It's international. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it's not this all Australian bullshit no, no, where it's no, like no, no, I'm just no. getting picked in a in and a it's random in a cul de sac. Yeah, and no
1: one knows what's going no, on. D- no, yeah, exactly. Random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like people would pinch. There'd be a pinching. There'd be a pinching episode on neighbours. I guarantee there would. I would guarantee. I'd, I'd bet me left. And, and I tell you what
0: had happened at Summer Bay, Eddie. A couple a hot couple yeah. would get would get filmed fucking. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what it yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Public sex. Public sex video leaks to a hot. Really, couple, hot. really hot couple Two fucking big on the beach. Throbbers. Going at it on yeah. Summer Bay Beach. Yeah. Or down at the shop with Alf, and Alf walks in and they're fucking going at it on the counter yeah. before like that's hot,
1: hot, salacious goss. Yeah. That's Rugby League. That's Rugby League. And that's home
0: in a while. Yeah. And pinching scandals, very Ramsey Street, if yeah. you ask me. <laughs> very Ramsey Street. <laughs> All right, punters, dribblers. So, obviously, the Cricket World Cup is on. Uh, not really that excitable about it until we get to the tippy
1: top of the comp, the, the, the semis. All we're going to do, punters, dribblers, is get to that top four, and then that's all that really matters at this yeah. point. We've won four games, played five, top of the table. Does that surprise anyone? Absolutely not. Of course, we're top of the table. We're fucking freaks. Yes. Finn's playing good cricket. Well, Finn's back to form, getting a ton. Like saying that out of the big fella.
0: Now, do is there is there something
1: to do with the fact
0: that we offered to do a load of their colors for Aaron? Take some pressure off him and him scoring tons, Eddie? Yeah. I'd have to say there probably is something to do with that. There's probably some sort of similarity there. There's probably some sort of
1: I guarantee link. you that's that's basically why.
0: If you were to speak to Aaron and ask him
1: Aaron asked him asked to do some some colours. Yeah. And we did. And they were done to perfection. They were. And it took a lot of, you know, load off him allowed him to focus on his cricket, and he's reaping the rewards. He's playing out of his skin, is Aaron? A nice
0: 150 for the Looks
1: destined to lift the cup, in my opinion. The trophy. Yep. Smudge looking good, playing a really nice supporting role at the moment because he knows what he's going to do in semi-final cricket. It's just warming up. He's going to go to another level. Yep. He's going to go to another level. Uh, Can England get their weather right?
0: I don't think so, Eddie. I think, I think, yeah, you kind of know what you're getting into when you go to it, when you take any sort of tournament that is outdoor-based to England, and that's going to be a mixed bag.
1: Everyone's saying, oh, wet July July or wet does June in ever, however long. Shut up, Shut England. up. It's England. It's England. It's madness. It's sheer madness. It's just I what think, I think what this shows, punters, dribblers, more than anything, is that, you know, they should just play them all down here. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, what the hell's the point in going to England?
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They should play them all down here. Yeah. Uh, we've we should obviously host every Cricket World Cup. Yeah. We've got the best facilities. We've got the best supporters. We've got the best crowds. Best
0: country in the world, obviously. Best pictures.
1: Best country. Best food. Best wine. Best hotels. Best cheeses. Best ladies. Best men.
0: Best ladies. Best men. Best, in, uh, best, uh, best uh, non-binary types as well. Yeah. Most World Cups. Most World Cups. Most, most legends. Most throbbers. Also, I think, Eddie, now, Dior, this punters, dribblers, but I think most international tons per capita. Yes. I think that is true.
1: The ITPC.
0: International tons per capita? I think if you were to do some numbers on that, which I do actually think is a legitimate...
1: No, the ITPC is legit.
0: Punters, dribblers, if if someone out there can do the Dior on that and uh, obviously just confirm what is already a commonly held belief globally that we have most tons per capita. That would be highly appreciated. Uh, But, I mean, just another reason that we should really have the World Cup down here. Virat Kohli uh, becomes the fastest man to 11,000 one-day runs, beating Sachin Tanduka by 54 innings or something. Yeah.
1: Mental. Yeah. Mental. Yeah. Now, mate, look, he is a phenomenal player. Easily the second best batsman in the world. Easily the second best, and look, I congratulate him on his milestones in one day cricket. Yeah, in one day cricket. One day cricket. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be like saying, "Oh, you know, the greatest, the
0: greatest. I'm the the greatest." Nines, like
1: exactly. Or look, quickest to fifty tries in sevens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like that's cool, bro. That's great, But but it's it's not that cool. Also, one day cricket's been played for like
0: five days. It's in, just, the, in, the, in the lifespan: the of it's cricket. It's as cool
1: as Birkenstocks, bro. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Virat Kohli is the Birkenstocks of one-day cricket. It, well, he's, yeah,
1: of cricket. He's the of Birkenstock cricket. of the cricket world. Yes.
0: Like, comfy. You know, impressive, I guess, in uh, the delivery of footwear, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's an
1: impressive delivery of footwear. Yeah. Not for me. No. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Not for me. Not for me. Not for me. Put it this way. The Don didn't wear them.
0: <laughs> the Don didn't wear Birks, bro. Are you kidding me?
1: No way. The Don didn't wear Birkenstocks, and that's all you should know. And needed a smudge. So, there you go. Congratulations to Carly. But, again, no one cares. No. Nah. And you haven't lifted the World Day, One Day Cup, either. No. Like, did he win it, though? I think he was in the side, but he didn't lift it.
0: I Look, I'm not sure. I'm sure he lifted it.
1: But you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I get what you mean.
0: Look, I'll tell you what he hasn't done. Won the Ashes, so sorry, Vera. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ed, so the story uh, that... that, Well, one of the stories that caught my eye early in the week um, was a rugby union, rugby league crossover. And it was reported that uh, the Wallabies coach, Michael Checker, has put a gentle toe in the water, maybe slid into Kalen Ponga's DMs just to sort of sound him out. About coming to a code that is currently sinking into the uh, proverbial abyss. Uh, now, as far as I'm aware, Eddie, I believe Checker's DM slide is still marked as unread. It's unread. Yeah, and know,
1: look, I don't, mean, I don't I, think,
0: I don't think you know, like when you get a DM, you can choose to accept it or just ignore it. Yeah. I feel like Kalen's just no, gone. No, no, no.
1: It's been it's been declined, and I feel so <laughs> I feel sorry for Checker. I really do because. Look, when he started in this job, he could he could get away with approaching big thick throbbers. Yeah. And now in the space of his tenure, mate, you're getting declined when, you get, you, it, yeah, you get when you're sliding in the DMs. Like people aren't even opening the message, mate. Okay? That's now tough. I'll give you the hot tip. I'll give you the hot tip, mate. Kalen Ponga, if he does play rugby union, he's going to play in New Zealand Yeah. because he wants to play for the All Blacks. Yeah. You know that. I know, know that. that. Everyone fucking knows that. He's got Kiwi in him. His dad's full blown Kiwi, and was yeah, like he's... crying over the thought of Kalen playing for the All Blacks. Kalen has said it'd be the pinnacle of his career. So why, in God's name, would you even would bother? he bother playing for the for
0: Beetaville? I tell you what, it is. It's the equivalent of checker. Like, is it? Is it sliding into the DMs of a Victoria's Secret model uh, on Instagram and expecting her to come and, you know... Yes. That's what it is.
1: It's exactly what it is.
0: Checker is all of us and Ponga is, uh, you know, Bella Hadid. And Checker's trying to slide into Bella's, Ponga's DMs and Bella has just gone, nah, bruh. No, nah, bro, you're fat and girthy. Yeah, exactly. Now, I mean, what would the what in God's name could Rugby Australia really offer Kalen Ponga? That well, would like they can't afford to even pay players, but like what they'd have to offer him like ownership of a fucking
1: franchise. Well, I think they'd just give him that flower cash.
0: Well, here's the flower cash, and you could own the Waratahs, but not take on any of the uh, financial ruin that's probably going to befall you were you to take on
1: such a venture. Yes, something like that. But again, it's not going to happen no. because Kalen isn't going to go Kalen to. Ponger's Ponga's a Victoria's Secret model. But he's not going to Australian rugby. No. He's going to New Zealand rugby. Yeah. Probably eventually. Mm. But not now. Not now. And not in the next five years, probably. No. So just give it a rest. Well, I tell you what else annoys me about the Kalen Ponga thing, Tom. Is that. Surely the Knights should be awarded or given a pat on the back for putting faith in Kalen, right? Getting him to 600 grand a season fucking contract. They're the ones that got his signature, and that's that. All this shit about, oh, like, he's getting shopped around, you have to up his contract. It's like, what? He's not getting
0: shopped around, bro. This is like, you know, you've seen there's, there's, there's been these articles about, like, uh you know, oh, the Bulldogs getting a war chest together to get Kalen Pong. It's like, do you think... The, the Newcastle Knights are not going to literally load that bastard up with cash when his contract comes out. like, Yeah,
1: no, of course as they As if are. he's going to go to the dogs. Of course they are, but it annoys me that everyone's like, oh, you've got to upgrade him now. Why? No. Why do I no, need to? No, we don't. Why he's... do I need to? I'm the, we're the ones that gave him 600 when he was fucking 19. And, and he played, and he played Exactly. We were the ones that did that. No, but also you
0: don't have to because he's on contract so you literally don't have to do anything. Now, if you want to ensure that he stays around, sure, you can go, look, you got, you know, a year left. Well, let's upgrade you next year to, let's say he's on three hundred thousand a year. Let's upgrade you next year to $500,000, and then from the year after that you're on a million a year. Like that, you know, you're all good. Plus he's getting endorsements out his redheaded asshole. Like he's. Kaon's good for cash. He's a Victoria's secret model, right? So he's good. He's good to go. Bulldogs Thinking they're going to get him is laughable.
1: It's laughable. Dogs, listen. I'll give you a hot tip. You are going to be in the proverbial rugby league wilderness for a long time. Yeah.
0: Good that, luck that, out that's, there. Yeah. That's just it's going to. That's be, just that, the
1: reality. You'll be on the wall. You'll be on the wall. You're wildlings now, yeah. bruh. Yeah. No one cares about you anymore. <laughs> you're awful. You are awful. You've got no good players, and
0: I couldn't care for you. They've got. They've got Napa. That's it. And Foreign
1: is no longer where he was. Foreign, the moment he left Manly. the peninsula, yeah. became inferior.
0: Now, is the Ponga situation, just before we wrap it, is that the example? Because obviously we've spoken about this before of like, uh, you know, the coach. Of the, uh, the, the rugby union coach checkup being a farmer who's trying to, you know, uh, acquire prize bulls. But is, is Kalen Ponger an example of where the bull approaches a farmer now? You know what I mean? Where the, the, uh, the, the paradigm shifts, if that's the
1: correct word? I think the paradigm does shift, if that's the correct term. Uh, I think that's absolutely what's happening. When you're a prize bull, you fuck who you want. <laughs>
0: you don't just go with no like uh with with no like uh impoverished
1: farmer no
0: you go with the man with the best land the best soil you, you uh, got yeah best, best crops best cows best cows that's Kalen. yeah
1: that's kayen that's Kalin
0: that's Kalen ponger um, so,
1: no, Checky, you can't have him. No, he hasn't read your message. And...
0: Like, maybe try, you know, getting fucking Cam Murray and
1: Angus Crichton, you know, like... Get, go after realistic targets. It's so unrealistic. And what, you dropping him a message, like, just spend your energy elsewhere on something constructive. Yeah. That's not constructive. I don't feel like it is. I feel sorry for Czech, though. If he was Australian, if he didn't... if he, if he didn't want to play for the the All Blacks, he
0: had said he wanted to play for the All Blacks, and be like, yeah, sure, try and throw the kitchen sink at him, but he literally said he wants to play for the All Blacks, <laughs> which, as far as I'm aware, is not the team you coach, Michael. <laughs> uh, all right, punters, dribbles. Well, that's us this week. Um, at Hallowsport Sport Podcast on Instagram, like, subscribe, five stars. Please reach out if you are Curtly Beal. If you're not, then don't bother. Now, one solitary baggy green remains, as Jake Donegan's has officially been mailed out to him. Obviously took my time with that one. He sent us, he sent us a few photos of that tattoo. It looks as legit as you could hope for. Um, so, one more baggy green. Now, a couple of things. This is, this is I just want to quickly itemize the things, Eddie. I think we spoke about this the other day of just like what we want that could get your baggy green immediately. Violet Crumbles Jersey, which is the Sydney Kings. Two of them. Two of them. These are these are by two, because it's the final one. Violet Crumbles Jersey times two. Dane Rampy Robes, the Sydney Swan Robes, <laughs> times two.
1: West Indian Sloppy
0: Joes. West Indian Sloppy Joes <laughs> times two. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all by two, Punish So... <laughs>
1: If you want to fork out some cash. (laughs) If you want to rustle those items up and send them to us, then we can send you the final bag of grain.
0: Yep. Uh, Also thinking of maybe doing a very limited T-shirt run.
1: Yes, you were talking about that on the weekend. Well,
0: I mean, I'm surprised I remember it. It just popped back into my head. Very limited punters, dribblers. We're just looking into it very early days, but... uh, You'll know when there's a little bit more information, but just keep your eyes peeled. Uh, But I think that's all for this week, Eddie? Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.
1: Could you two just
0: not talk anymore?